Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! What every player hopes for every season. It's all over! NBA champions! Might not ever come again. the sacrifice, all the practices, the games, the emotions just pouring out. So I'm curious what you are feeling right now and if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver. When is parade? When is parade? Thursday. No. <laughs> I need to go home. no place like home, but there's certainly no place like parade day in the Mile High City. I mean, look at that. We have the must-see moments from the celebration that is currently underway. Plus, whoa, she joins us the latest on Bradley Beal's situation in Washington. Our panel on the realistic landing spots for the three-time All-Star and a couple more All-Stars around the league. Plus, I mean, we all know Victor Wembanyama. He's going to be going number one in the draft, but how about the next two picks? We're going to tell you who may be moving up, Perk, in the draft board. NBA Today starts right now. The parade, it is happening. The city of Denver, they showed up, they showed out to celebrate the Nuggets' first ever NBA championship. Hundreds of thousands of fans. It's the best thing about winning the championship is the parade. I remember when I was riding on that ugly duck boat, <laughs> but it was the best memory for us winning the championship. They got to enjoy this. I didn't have my shirt off, though. Oh, well, nah. I, I thought Michael Malone might. Like, he, he is having the time <laughs> of his life. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. Malika Andrews, Kendrick Perkins, who knows a thing or two about those championship parades. And after riding through the city, the Nuggets, they landed at the Denver Civic Center, where everybody, and I mean everybody, got Ooh. a turn on the microphone. Hey, uh, you guys know he stat pads, right? <laughs> And you guys know he didn't win a third in a row MVP because the voters didn't want to vote for him. This guy right here, this guy right here is an amazing player, but I hope you all know him, Natalia, their daughter, their brothers, their family, they are a huge part of Denver. So let's give it up for Nicole Jogic and family. You know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I want to stay on parade. This is the best. Yeah, this is this is amazing. This is uh, we all gonna remember this the, our whole lives and uh, and when we see you guys that uh, came out on the streets and uh, actually this one is for you. We love you, Denver. This one is for you. Thank you, guys. I got a question for y'all. One question, one question, one question. One more here. And I got one thing. Y'all want to do it again? I can't hear you. Y'all want to do it again? 
I can't hear you. Y'all wanna do it again? Let's do this. Let's do this. Dynasty. 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 I love y'all. The, the, listen, you're supposed to do everything and more and talk your noise when you win a championship. But the fact that Mike Malone is sitting up there like he's about to go do a battle rap versus is everything to me. Is that a change oh, yeah. with the glasses, with the fitted? His, or do you think he borrowed that from somebody? I, I, I don't know, but it's it's, this is an iconic moment for yeah. a head coach. This is a whole new yeah, this level is of Michael yeah. Malone. Uh, Zach, Zach Lowe is with us, our senior writer, the one and only Vince Carter as well. I mean, what a scene it was there. Zach, you saw the number of people, right, that showed up to cheer on their team. Where do you put this in terms of most meaningful title runs? You've covered a whole bunch in your career. I mean, they're all meaningful in their own way, but there is undeniably something special about the first one for a franchise, a franchise that for so long was number four in its own city and now has a mostly homegrown team with a homegrown superstar that they drafted 41st in the draft, who's the best player in the NBA. And Michael Malone, if anything, go further. You just won a championship after a lifetime in basketball, after a lifetime in his assistant, after getting five. Fired by the freaking lowly Sacramento Kings. Have a moment. Drink more. Party more. You're not even going far enough. <laughs> I don't know. The, the the chain, the whole thing. Michael Malone. Michael Malone no, is a whole more. vibe. There's more? All right. Well, if there's another, another level for Michael Malone, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it if there is. Uh, he does seem to think, though, that there is another level for these Denver Nuggets. We've heard over and over throughout this run, throughout uh, the parade, one more. What if we go back and win another one? Vince, do you, do you think that they're going to be in the same position, partying in the same way this time next year? Man, uh, it, the recovery process for the coach alone is going to be tough. But I think it, it, it's possible because they're keeping the core together. To me, you know, <laughs> first and foremost, you got to keep your core together. And, and it, that's the most important thing. When you're keeping Jokic, you're keeping Murray, Gordon, Porter, and then you figure out with Bruce Brown, and then you can just plug and play and add pieces to it. And then the wonderful thing I like about this team is they're for each other. I mean, they have a humble superstar. I mean, Malika, you did an interview with him, and he didn't even have his MVP trophy. Right. I know for sure. Perk, I know you agree with this. You would have your trophy with you everywhere. It's just, it's yep. about winning and the team, and he loves it. And, 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 and the one thing I hope for them going next year is for, you know, enjoy this moment, but next year, you have to, it's the egos. Like, we want it now, and mm -hmm. everybody's going to want more. It's either want more money, want more minutes, more shots. If they can buy into mm -hmm. the success they had this year, they have a great chance next year. Yeah, Bruce Brown is sort of the one piece that there are question marks around because he has lined himself up for a big payday this summer that the Nuggets may not necessarily have to offer him. But to bring this back to today, right, the biggest reason that Denver is in this position is because of the Serbian sensation that mm -hmm. was the 41st pick in the draft nearly nine years ago. We are actually a week out from the 2023 draft, so Perk, I feel like it's time for a big list. Absolutely. They're doing big things in Denver. We're doing big things on NBA Today. So here goes another big list, big perks, big list. And here it is. Draft day steals. We going in order. Malika, you don't want to join me today? That's cool. Stay seated. I was waiting on you. We going in at number five. Here we go right here. Bam! Run it. Other side. Oh, here it goes on this side today. Tyrese Maxey. 21st pick in the 20, 
28th draft to the 76ers. This guy was projected to be a lottery pick, but because of issues and certain GMs having doubts, this was a steal for the Philadelphia 76ers. You know why? Because he actually could be the number two to Joel Embiid, and you could base your franchise around a guy like Tyrese Maxey. He has the character and everything above. Coming in at number four, bring it. Talk to me, Malika. Bam! Bam! Jimmy Butler, the 30th pick in the 2011 draft, have, look, turned his future into a Hall of Fame career. We know what Jimmy Butler does in the playoffs. We saw what he was doing under Tom Thibodeau with the Chicago Bulls. Now, putting the Heat culture back on the map after D-Wade and LeBron and all those guys are gone, Jimmy Butler has made this list. He has a spectacular career going right now for himself. At number three, run it. Bam! Here we go. The Greek freak, they come out at night. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the 15th pick, arguably the second greatest power forward to ever play the game of basketball. His resume is longer than the Starbucks line. When you talk about MVPs, defensive player of the years, uh, all NBA teams, all-stars, etc. Uh, historical game six performance in the finals. Here we go at number two. Run it. Bam! Draymond Green, arguably one of the best defenders to ever play the game of basketball. Matter of fact, he changed the game of basketball. When you talk about an undersized power forward that could play the center position. We talk about a dynasty. He has four rings, four championship rings. I believe he has, he has multiple gold medals. When you talk about Draymond changing the culture, he comes in on my list at number one. Yes, we're going to run it, and I'm proud of it. Bam! We going Jokic, right? One of the most skilled, if, the not, if not the most skilled centers to ever play the damn game of basketball. Right now, the best player in the world just led the Nuggets to their first NBA championship, averaging uh, a double-double, almost a triple-double. His stats were tremendous. This is big perk list right here. And by the way, I believe when Jokic was getting drafted, they was doing a Taco Bell commercial. So at the end of the day, this is big perk list, not nobody else list, draft day steals. I think this is perfection. Okay, it's perfection, but it doesn't include, this is this is guys currently in the league, right, Perk, that are, that are steals. It doesn't include Steph Curry at seven. It doesn't include Kawhi Leonard at 15. Mm -hmm. No no Rudy Gobert at 27. I need to yeah. bring Zach Lowe uh, back into this conversation. Zach, do we have any issues with Perk's list? They could be an honorable mention. Uh, look, it's it's too it, it's a sunny day. It's a Friday. I'm not going to start Thursday, with Thursday, Perk. But, yeah, I have two things. Uh, whatever it is, I don't know. The finals are over. He's on the that is coming up. I'm usually on on Fridays, so I'm going to say two things. Number one, does Fred VanVleet not count because he was undrafted? Mm, interesting. Draft day steals. We're and number two, number two. I got a confession to make. I got a confession to make. Jesus, I saw Michael Malone. I got a, I got a, I saw Michael Malone drinking the hard seltzer at the parade. And on this show, I once gave Scotty Brooks a little a little noise for drinking hard seltzer instead of a real beer. And I got to say, two three years later, 
I kind of like the hard seltzers. So go, go for it, Mike Malone. Apologies, Scotty Brooks. I was wrong. They're not so bad. Well, I just hope go you're not on the hard seltzer. And hard right seltzer. Now. You know what? I don't even have a problem with that. Vince, please do not go too far. We have a lot to get into on our show today. Still to come on NBA Today. Speaking of the draft, it was less than a decade ago. The finals MVP was at the Nike Hoop Summit with post moves that sound a little familiar as well as the sound bites. Take a listen to this. No, I just play basketball, like, you know, one-on-one, two-on-two, two, something like that. I don't jump, I don't jump high, I don't run too fast, so... I don't really jump that high or that fast. Okay, Jokic was modest, but check out this excerpt of our draft guru, Jonathan Gavoni, his analysis back in 2014. Jokic, an exceptionally unique player, has an advanced feel for the game, unconventional, creative finisher. I mean, it seems like Gavoni was spot on with his analysis, so it's a good thing that he is coming back to hang with us today, Kendrick Perkins. We are going to get into Scoot. We are going to get into Brandon Miller. The draft, it really feels like it starts at two because Victor Wembanyama's going one. Absolutely. I, and I hear rumors people have been trying to call the Spurs about him. Ooh, we're going to get into all that next <laughs> on NBA Today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NBA Today is presented by Xfinity Mobile, the best kept wireless secret. And in part by Expedia, made to travel. With the seventh pick in the 2009 NBA Draft, the Golden State Warriors select Stephen Curry. Richard Hamilton. Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen says, reflected the fact that he's got a heck of a lot of heart. The Sacramento Kings select Jason Williams. How did he see him there? Larry Markinen. Shaden Sharp. The Denver Nuggets select Jamal Murray. The Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. With the seventh pick. 
We are seven days away from the NBA draft. So take a look. Here's the latest ESPN mock draft from Jonathan Gavoni and Jeremy Wu. After Wembenyama at one, they have Brandon Miller going second to Charlotte and then Scoot Henderson to Portland at three. You can see the rest of the mock draft here and more on ESPN.com. So joining us now is our draft expert, Jonathan Gavoni. Zach Lowe is here. Senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski as well. So Jonathan, I want to start with you here. The Spurs, they are expected to select Victor Wembenyama with the first pick in the draft. So it feels like it all really starts at two. How do you see the second and third pick shaking out here? Malika, on the night of the lottery, I would have told you Brandon Miller is the clear favorite to be the number two pick in the draft based on what the front officer had seen from his games and from the video. They were very, very high on Brandon Miller. Scoot Henderson has done a very good job of positioning himself to make that more of a conversation in the Charlotte front office with the, with the workout that he had. He came in in phenomenal shape. He brought in, uh, excellent intensity. Uh, his shot-making ability was evident, the explosiveness. His interview was very good. Brandon Miller followed him, was in there yesterday in Charlotte. Not a terrible workout, but not at quite to the level of Scoot Henderson. He isn't in the same shape as Scoot Henderson. Brandon Miller is coming off uh, an illness. He had mononucleosis in April, so he hasn't been training at the same level of Scoot Henderson. And so I'm told that it's, you know, it's, it's I would say it leans Brandon Miller at this mm. stage. Scoot Henderson very much in the conversation at number two. Quote. Uh, that's right. I think Brandon Miller's bigger body of work is certainly uh, going to be important here. I think organizations certainly, you know, they're looking at uh, the season Miller had, the position he plays, the belief among a lot of teams. This is going to be a multi-time, multi-time all-star. Uh, but Scoot Henderson certainly has that potential too. Uh, but I would, you know, agree with Jonathan. Still leaning Brandon Miller. I would have Brandon Miller's name uh, in pencil in Charlotte, uh, perhaps not quite pen yet. Zach, you were actually in the lottery room for the drawing. What do you see for the second and third pick? I think Portland is the most interesting team in the draft, and as much as any team in the top five or ten kind of holds the keys to both the draft and their own future. Do they care who Charlotte picks at number two, or they think Charlotte is going to pick at number two? Does that impact their thinking? And the interesting question to me is there's this idea that Portland can make the pick and take another young player, but that would mean trading Damian Lillard, or they can keep Damian Lillard, but that would mean trading the pick for veteran help and I'm not so sure for the Blazers that it's that simple I think there could be a middle path for them where they just say to Damian look this prospect we can get at number three is just too good this is too great of an opportunity we moved up in the draft we've got to take advantage of it we'll continue to build around you maybe re-sign Jeremy Grant try to bring in some free agents try to make some trades and at least for a little while navigate that middle path I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do obviously Obviously, they could do anything, but I think it, they're the most interesting situation. Well, I'm curious, what are you hearing about teams potentially looking up to move up into the top ten? Yeah, and, and add one thing on to what Zach said. I Listen, I don't know right now that there's a player out there that the Blazers could justify trading for, who's available, that they could get at number three that would justify giving up a potential all-star level player at that spot. And if that player doesn't become available, they're going to be very comfortable picking at three. And as for teams who might move up, now the Jazz are a team that are already in the top 10. They're at number nine. They pick at nine, 16, 
and 28. And they're a team that potentially could move up higher than nine. They have the ability to package those picks. And if there's a player on the board that they don't think is going to get to them, you know, they're in position to do that. You look at Oklahoma City at number 12. Mm. Now, that's their pick in this draft. But they have so many future picks that, again, you know, they're the kind of teams that can give uh, someone at four, five, six, seven uh, something to think about, about getting uh, more picks, getting some depth uh, over perhaps the quality of, of staying in that spot and choosing a player. Yeah, Jonathan, is there a player in your mind that you're looking at that maybe could move up this draft board? One player that every team is studying right now is Kobe Bufkin. Uh, he has really helped himself in this pre-draft process just by not being available. Everybody's trying to get him into their gym. They're trying to get him into workouts. They're trying to interview him. They're trying to get his medical. And he has made himself sparse. So teams are starting to speculate. Does Kobe Bufkin have a, a, a promise? Does he know where he's going to be drafted already? Uh, you know, you hear speculation about Washington at eight, Utah at nine, um, Oklahoma City at 12, and, you know, probably worst case, Toronto at 13. He has positioned himself very well in this process. Uh, where teams are looking at his body of work the last 10 or 12 games of the season where he really excelled at Michigan and he has a chance to you know to really uh, shake things up on draft nights officially one week away from the 2023 draft Jonathan thank you so very much your schedule is incredibly busy right now we appreciate you taking the time he is going to be on NBA today a whole lot coming up in the next week Zach Woj please do not go too far because we have the latest on Bradley Beal's potential landing spots this summer Woj is going to tell us why a trade partner it may be pretty hard to find and Richard Jefferson, he has called him the greatest prospect ever. Yes, even over LeBron. We have highlights of Victor Wembanyama's finals run direct from, from France. I feel like we should just hop on a flight there now. Plus, Carl Anthony Towns, did you hear what he said? His must-hear comments about what he will be remembered for. NBA Today will be back after the break. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're watching NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. I don't think they've shut the door completely on Kyrie coming to the Lakers at some point. The most likely pace for Kyrie Irving to be would be back in Dallas. Oh my goodness. I want you to keep your eye on 
James Harden. I don't want to see the Suns without Chris Paul. I'm grateful and, you know, I, I definitely love being here. One thing has never really changed with Bradley Beal. Show him a way that they can be a contender and he's wanted to be a part of that. I think for them as an organization, they're at a crossroad. If I was a betting man, I, I would say this is the last we've seen of him there. Welcome back to NBA Today. Malika Andrews here with Zach Lowe, Adrian Wojnarowski, Big Perk, and Vince Carter. And Woj, yesterday you reported that the Wizards, they plan to work with Bradley Beal on exploring some trade scenarios if they do decide to reshape this roster. Where does that stand today? Well, I think for Michael Winger, the new president uh, in Washington, now he gets a chance to see, first of all, who's interested and at what level is their interest? What does the market look like for Bradley Beal? What kind of offers are out there for him? Uh, can you get a good young player in draft picks? Are you just getting uh, expiring contracts and maybe one bad pick? There's going to be a very uh, how teams view uh, Beal's value, especially in, because what's changed is the new collective bargaining agreement and this second apron, which a lot of teams are going to treat like a hard salary cap. Beal's a player who's the last three years of his deal, $50 million, $53 million, $57 million a year, certainly a big chunk of anybody's cap. And so I think now there's just getting a sense of what does a potential deal look like? And of course, where does Bradley Beal want to play. It might be a team uh, that has great interest that he's not interested in going to because of that no trade clause. So I think there's just an information gathering time right now to get a sense of what the market looks like because the market has changed now with a new CBA. Zach, what would you like to see happen with Bradley Beal and the Wizards here? Whatever he and they want to happen. I mean, he's always said his number one priority, his number one wish would be to play for a contending Wizards team again, as they were at least a good team early in his career. It just seems unlikely to me that the Wizards, no matter what they do, can get to that kind of level on a timeline that makes sense for Bradley Beal. So of all the times we've heard the Bradley Beal rumors, this is the first time it really feels real. It really feels like if they can find a spot that he and his agents agree on that he could move on and there are a number of contending teams I think good teams that will at least as Woj said kick the tires right now on just figuring out what is it going to take does it make sense for us because it is a huge contract and no matter what happens with the cap in the next couple years it is going to still be a huge contract in three seasons right so that's the Wizards and Bradley Beal open to potentially a trade here but we're a week away from the NBA draft there's a whole lot of questions on where some other teams stand so I'm hoping we can run through a couple of them, Woj. Uh, the Mavericks, right, they essentially tanked their way into the 10th pick. What are they weighing to do with that pick, Woj? Dallas is very open uh, to trading that 10th pick, but what they'd like to do is continue to get players in for workouts, get guys in front of them, and really understand who might be available to them at Dallas at number 10. There could be a player that they really love or two players they might really, really like that on draft night could find their way to them at 10 that might make more sense than a trade. So I think you gather up all that information. And I think typically for a team drafting where they are at 10, it's probably gonna be a deal on the board, right? When all of a sudden, uh, as the draft's playing out, somebody behind them gets very eager for a player who all of a sudden is there at 10 and then perhaps there's a deal 
to make unless you trade for a veteran player ahead of the draft. And 10 is part of that. And certainly the center position is important. I think for this Dallas team, uh, they'll be on the market for that uh, in in conversations with other teams. Uh, but I think it'll be a while before we know whether Dallas knows if they're going to keep 10 or move on from it, but very open to it. Vince, what would you like to see happen there? Uh, I think I think they should move the pick, get him a veteran, because you have to find a guy who, you know, well, first of all, you have to find a guy who can play with Luca. I mean, you have to find the right star player who's okay with not having the ball in his hands all the time because Luca likes the ball in his hand, but Luca also has to make some sacrifices as well. You've, I've definitely heard John Collins' name thrown around, who's a rebounder, a shot blocker athlete, who opens the floor up for Luca to, to play his game. So uh, I'd like to see them the, the move the pick. I mean, like Woj said, you, you just have to be patient and see what's there as far as, you know, the way the draft plays out. But I think at the end of the day, they'll move it. Well, let's stick in the West here. Another team that unexpectedly missed the postseason was the Pelicans. So what's their mindset with the draft a week away? Yeah, the Pelicans at 14. Listen, this is a team that has fared very well in the draft uh, in recent years. They have done a job, a, a great job at the top uh, of the lottery and certainly uh, further down first round, second round. And so I think they're very comfortable picking at number 14. Uh, I think this is a team that uh, needs to get healthy. Again, they can add low-cost depth for themselves at 14. You know, so you never know if somebody becomes available like anybody else, you know, that they might move up at. But I think organizations who have a very good draft track record like the Pelicans, I think they typically believe they don't have to give up uh, multiple assets to move around on the draft board. Perk, what would you do if you're David Griffin? Well, one, I would trade Zion to Portland to get the number three pick. That's the first thing. And at number 14, I would, I would, uh, you know, keep my pick. I think like Woz just talked about, they, has, they have done an excellent job for us drafting great talent. David Griffin has one of the best eyes in the game for us evaluating talent. But I would definitely consider trading Zion and getting the number three pick from Portland because I believe that it's going to be – scoop that they're going to get. Hmm. Zach, where do you fall on this? I mean, I think it's interesting to flip the question around and ask, would Portland do that? The number three pick is a really valuable pick, and Zion has played 100 games and change in four seasons. I think that's actually more of a risky proposition for Portland, or at least more of a debate for them than people might think when they first hear Zion for a draft pick. They've got to do that. I think the Blazers would have a lot of long meetings about whether that's actually worth the risk, whether they can get Zion to stay healthy and in shape. Those are big big uncertainties right now. Well, 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 Zach, not not really because the one person that they have to consider keeping healthy if you're the, I mean, keeping happy if you're the Portland Trailblazers is Damian Lillard. And I understand of Zion history for us is health, but if you could get him on the team, that shows some type of urgency that you're trying to contend and trying to better the roster to please Damian Lillard so that you won't be having to trade him on draft night. 
All fair, Perk. All fair. I'm just saying I don't think it's as much of a no-brainer as people might think when they see that name in highlights on the billboard because the, the frank reality of Zion Williamson so far is he doesn't play. He doesn't play. The talent doesn't matter if it doesn't translate to actual games. Now, if he stays healthy, he's an all-NBA player. We all know that, and that would be for Portland to determine what needs to happen for Zion to stay on the floor. Can we do that? Is our medical team able to do that? Those are all big questions because that number three pick, if you pull around the league, I think this number three pick is a little more valuable than even the average number three pick because it's either going to be Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson. So I think that pick is more valuable than, again, the three pick might be in an average draft. Well, to put a bow on this for us, a week away, what do you have your eye on as we inch towards the draft? Uh, listen, I think certainly uh, the, the trade market, you know, built around Bradley Beal, how that impacts draft night, you know, if there is a deal to be done, uh, can, does Washington want uh, to get another pick in this draft? Is it future drafts? Uh, and certainly, I think the very top history shows very few teams are trading out of the top three. And I think especially, we talk about it, the new collective bargaining agreement, having young talent on controllable contracts, especially in a market like Portland, that is not going to attract big free agents uh, you, it is w with great risk that you would trade out of there, especially if you think there's a potential all-star player down the road uh, that you're going to get as a teenager uh, at number three. Woj, thank you very much. The draft officially one week away on ESPN and ABC. Speaking of the draft, still to come on our show, projected number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama. Do you know what he's doing right now, Perk? Dominate. He is playing, literally as we speak. <laughs> we have must-see highlights right after this. More NBA Today after the break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I've been playing this way for years. I've always been shooting threes, handling the ball. I didn't look up to players for me to do that. I inspired myself in doing whatever I wanted to do. Have you had a chance to watch Victor Wembanyama play yet? 
How can you miss him? Rattles in another three. Cheat code type vibe. This is the cheat code. You gotta get ready for this kid. He has the chance to be one of the best to ever play this game. Elise, Elise really in trouble when he comes in. Rejected at the rim. Get that out of here. Oh, good. Everybody's been a unicorn over the last few years, but he's more like, like an alien. He's for sure a generational talent. The draft, it may be seven days away, but that's not keeping Victor Wembanyama off of the court. He's currently playing in the LNB Finals perk. The Mets, 92, they are down two games to none. So this is an elimination game. Let's get to the highlight. Let's get to it. Let's do it. <laughs> Victor Wembanyama, he wasted no time, Gavoni, in making an impact on this game. Malika, this is one of the best games we've seen Victor play this season. Oh. 14 points in the first half, four blocks, five or six from the field, some great passes. Um, you know, you see the reverse dunk here, putting an absolute uh, lid on the rim all game long. Um, Ooh. The, you know, the vision, um, being very patient, handling the double teams that have been throwing at him all game long. You know, you have to remember, this is a Monaco team that finished in third place in the EuroLeague. They have seven former NBA wow. players on their roster. It's a strong, physical, veteran squad. Uh, and this is, you know, as close to an NBA-level competition you're going to get. You're going to see the step-back three here in an elimination game. Are you kidding me? The skill That's level that Victor Wembanyama is no, showing God here. God bless is France. Yeah, God bless France. Did, did he catch a lob in the paint in traffic off the vert and reverse dunk? Look at this step-back. Jesus. The league better be ready for him. Here's a look at the numbers Wembanyama put up this season going up against the men in France, 21-10 and three blocks per game in the regular season. Impressive mm. stuff from the 19-year-old star. So, Jonathan Gavoni still with us. Uh, no matter how this series shakes out for Victor, we know that the team that will be selecting him seven days from now is the San Antonio Spurs. What communication has taken place between him and the Spurs? Oh, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're taking him number one. Yeah. The first thing that Greg Popovich <laughs> did when he got the number one pick, he got on the plane, he flew to Paris, They've been in constant communication with his agency and with his camp just to make him feel comfortable and let him know, hey, you have a home here. We're very excited to have you on our roster. There's some talk already that his trainer, Guillaume Alcare, who's been working with him daily for the entire year, it might join him in San Antonio next year just to make that transition a little bit smoother with you know, making sure his body stays healthy and that he has the longevity that we all want to see from this player who has a chance to be the best player in the NBA here in the next couple of years. Whoa. Yeah, and those are some high expectations. It, it, do yeah. you feel like they're going to come to fruition in the first year? What are you expecting the impact of Victor to be when he comes into the league? Perk? I expect him to be an all-star as a rookie, mm. to be honest with you. I Like, him coming to the league in a game that's so up and down, I believe he's going to flourish well. He's going to be able to get buckets. Just think about this for a second, Malika. Last season, this past season, where we had five or six guys that averaged 30 points, it's going to be easy for him around the basket. And Greg Popovich is going to put him in position to be successful. He's going to the right culture. They're going to make sure that he's healthy. His body's going to be in good, uh, in good standards. I see him as a first-time All-Star as a rookie. Jonathan, you know him as well, if not better than anybody uh, reporting in America. What do you think? Is that realistic for him? 
I couldn't agree more with Perk. The NBA is going to be easier for him than it is right now in France. People that are watching this game that's going on today, they are holding him. They're grabbing him. Every time he crosses the lane, bam, they're smacking him. And referees in the NBA don't allow the level of physicality that they allow in Europe. The spacing is going to be so much better. He's going to be stepping into wide open threes. Uh, He's not going to be getting double and triple team the way he has all season long. So I think the, the adversity that he's been facing this year, the way the contact that he's dealing with you know from grown men that every game want to just go at his throat it's going to really benefit him next season in san antonio all-star year one that's the expectations that you're setting yeah Patrick. and yeah. and gavoni says it's realistic so i believe him it's and realistic. that's the minimal that's the mi- yeah that's the minimum jonathan gavoni thank you so much for spending some time with us here on nba today coming up on our show did you see Shaq? he said about lebron getting a statue in los angeles Shaq finally said something good about bro we're gonna chop it or drop it on nba today don't go anywhere With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, it's time to play a little chop it or drop it. Perk, here's how it works. Yeah. If you want to talk about the subject, you're going to say we're going to chop it. If you want to move on, you say let's drop it. Get it? Got it? Good. Let's start in Los Angeles because Hall of Fame center Lakers legend Shaquille O'Neal, he told Bally Sports that if the Lakers wanted to give LeBron a statue, I'd be fine with it. That's what he said. LeBron just finished his fifth full season in a Lakers uniform. He has brought a title to the team back in 2020. So chop it or drop it. LeBron what, should have that statue. Well, in honor of Mike Malone in the Denver Nuggets today, we're going to drop this. We will not talk about the Lakers. Oh! Oh, look at you. Yeah, we should yeah. get you a ma- You and Mike should have some, Michael should have some Need matching shades. in Cleveland anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on then to Minnesota, where all-star forward Carl Anthony Towns, he joined our friend Patrick Beverly on the Pat Bev podcast. He had some interesting comments about his legacy and what he's going to leave behind when it's all said and done. Did you hear this, Perk? Not. Take a listen. I'm going to put it like this. I feel like when my time's up and, my, and I retire and I put the shoes up and I say, you know what, Pat? I'm a, I'm a me, the kids and the wife, we're going to head out to the sunset and enjoy life. I feel like there's going to be people who are going to say, you know, that I changed the game. 
And I'm going to be very appreciative of that. That's guys. Everything's up for stipulation. And you know what I like to say is that no matter when think when this is all over, that there's going to be kids coming up saying that they're going to be able to play a different way because I played an NBA and did it a different way. All right, Zach. Oh. Chop it or drop. I know Perk's, Perk's a little baffled here. Chop it or drop it. Cat has a point. You do? We're, we're chopping it, and I'm in a good mood. So I'm going to be nice. Okay. I'm going to be nice. Okay. Number one, no one is arguing with you, Kat, about that you might be the greatest shooting big man of all time. You don't need to declare it anymore. No one's arguing with you. Number two, and here's as politely as I can put it, let's just hold off talking about legacies before you either turn 30 or win a playoff series. And I'm not saying it's Cat's fault that the Timberwolves haven't won a playoff series since he's joined the team. That organization has famously, infamously been a mess at all levels for a long time. But he has not played up to his standards in the playoffs. He played well in the last three games of their first round series until he fouled out in two of them. So I'm just saying, just like a little bit of self-awareness of how that's going to sound when you're 27 years old and you haven't won a playoff series yet. Just, just That's my nice, polite chopping. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be polite. First of all, Kat, how can you change the game? I knew you game? weren't going to be polite. That's why I was polite. How can you change the game <laughs> when we have to sometimes ask ourselves, do you still exist? And when it comes down to the best shooting big, that is Dirk Nowinski. I have a problem with this. When you talk about Carl Anthony Towns, I need to see more on the floor. Like, what are you talking about? What is your definition of changing the game? What is it about you that you could do so unique that we haven't seen in a lifetime? Like a Steph Curry, like a Draymond Green that's an undersized post player that changed the game of basketball. I need to know those things, and I think he needs to know those things, and I think he actually needs to get in the gym and actually stay away from the podcast space for the rest of the summer. All right, I got one last topic for you, Vince Carter, in our Chop It or Drop It. Michael Jordan, his famous Blue Game sneakers, they sold on Wednesday night at auction for $1.38 million. That's 13 times more than the price paid a decade ago. So, Chop It or Drop It, are these the most iconic basketball shoes of all time, they see? Uh, chop it because yes, they are the most iconic shoes or one of the most iconic shoes. A lot of the iconic shoes come from uh, the Michael Jordan brand. Um, I personally will not pay that money. I'm not a shoe guy like that. But Malika, I will pay good money to find my gold medal shoes from the Olympics because I cannot seem to find those oh. right now. Um, so I, that's that's the only yeah, it's the only okay. pair of shoes that I'm paying for. Okay, uh, those because I mind. can't find them. Good so to if keep anybody in mind. has my gold medal shocks, I'll let you boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Coming up next on NBA Today, Perk and Richard, they had some pretty great parade moments. Did they make though our top of the top best parade moments ever? NBA Today will be back after this. NBA Today is presented by Xfinity Mobile, the best-kept wireless secret. This is love, man. This is support. This is 47 years in the making. They about to watch me rise. Televised. You know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f want to stay on parade. This is amazing. We're all going to remember this the, our whole lives. This is for the whole city. Nothing but no way from the bottom. 
championship, but we're not done yet. We've been greedy, baby. We're getting another one. Been a long time coming, but I'm up next now. Are we chance for life? It was a yeah. wild day out in there. I mean, Vic Lombardi calling Michael Malone the lit. You know what? You know what? Do you know do what? Y'all. Do y'all. Do your thing. We're going to take a look time. at some of the top moments of parades over the years brought to you by Zillow. A little top of the top. And here's where we're going to start. Top dance moves. See, I feel like uh, this is. <laughs> Mad dog. Manson. Hey, this was classy. This was classy. This was everything. When you see one of your teammates just go out of character and you've never seen them act like this before, that was everything. Oh, hey, and then we got hey, a little hip hey, moment going on Look at the Godfather. Look at the Godfather. Look at the Godfather. I see you, Pat. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then we have top jokes. Do you guys remember when Kerr told MJ, I'll be ready in 1997, and then he hit the game winner? Take a listen to Kerr at the parade a few days later, Perk. We called timeout and 25 seconds to go. We, we went into the huddle and Phil told Michael, he said, Michael, I want you to take the last shot. And Michael said, you know, Phil, I don't feel real comfortable in these situations. So why don't we go to Steve? You, hey, that's anytime you could make MJ laugh, you know you saying something. I like, love it. I love it. And then we got some top bragging here. Th look, this is everything. Look at Pop. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't, forget about, can't forget about that one. A little wave to go that. Yeah. And then we have the top interview. Uh, who could forget this? This is the Warriors parade in 2015. Roz Gould on Wude. She was on the sidelines for the team at the time and caught up with Draymond Green. A little nope. Yup. Draymond, you are such a... Clay Thompson, hey, yup. <laughs> Splash Brothers, yup. <laughs> Cavaliers, nope. <laughs> we won, yup. <laughs> they suck, yup. <laughs> we here, yup. <laughs> they not, nope. So that was the year the E-40's choices <laughs> came out. <laughs> and uh, that was something. Nope. And then he started a trend. He, he did. This was everything. Who needs a shirt when you have a ring? Did you go shirtless for your parade? No, nah, I didn't. I didn't. I wish I would have thought about it. But shout out to, to uh, Switch for starting the trend. That's what he do. He's a trendsetter. You see what he's doing right now. When got his degree, doing big things in golf. This is what he do. No, no, no. This, this is everything. Oh, that is. That is. Look at it. 15 years ago. I know. In just a I couple know. of days. Look at the, the camcorder. I'm saying, that was the back. They're going to shirt off, though. Big baby. He's showing everything. What was uh, your favorite memory from that parade? You know what? Just seeing the people on the on a, uh, stoplights chanting my name. Not nobody else's name. Chanting my name. It was Kendrick all about Big Perkins. Yeah. Then I, I kind of had my own. I didn't have to share with Ray and Paul and KG. So I had my moment. Yeah, that was your moment. Yeah, I had my moment. <laughs> Kendrick, uh, that's a fun <laughs> trip down memory lane. That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. I'm glad that they enjoyed that parade. Yeah. I feel like we all need to get those chains, the Michael Malone chains now. Uh, nah, he got there. <laughs>